Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Premier Doug Ford is uh, not wasting any time in starting to implement some of the things he talked about during the campaign. Uh, of course, one of those being the cap-and-trade program, or the killing the carbon tax, as he called it, which is not really what cap-and-trade is, but uh, maybe that's a topic for another day, about proper uh, use of uh, what phrase is actually going on, because they are two separate programs. However, whatever we had in Ontario, which was cap-and-trade, he says is going to be it. And and this is, it's not a debatable point. I, I know I talked about this on my commentary at uh, 810 this morning, and I got a lot of reactions say, well, it's you got to keep the program. It, it's, uh, you know, and, and then went on with a number of lists. And because and, I know that people are very, very adamant about this. You're either very much in favor of, of cap and trade or you're very much against it. And uh, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of middle ground. But it's really a moot point at this stage because the government that's going to be in power for the next four years has said, no, they're not going to do it. But there's a cost to everything that happens or doesn't happen when it comes to government. And, and that's where things are a little fuzzy, because I'm reading all kinds of reports here about the cost of, of killing the cap-and-trade program here in Ontario. Uh, and I mean the financial cost, not the environmental cost. That's a whole different discussion, I suppose. And to try to get a handle on exactly what's going on and how this is going to impact the province, I want to bring uh, Steve Applin back into the program. He is the publisher of Emission Track, which monitors CO2 carbon dioxide emissions from energy use. Uh, always a pleasure, Steve. Thanks so much for the time today. Nice to be here, Bill. Well, we talked about this as a, what, something that might happen. It's already starting to happen, and the province has now said that they're going to deconstruct this whole thing. Uh, and, and again, as I say, there's the environmental element to this, and there's certainly uh, the the financial end of this. I, I want to touch briefly on the environmental aspect of it, though, because I know that in a lot of the tracking uh, that you do, uh, you get a pretty good idea and a pretty good handle on how effective cap-and-trade or carbon emission programs, carbon taxing, whatever it is, have been. Are, are they efficient? And I'm talking but from an environmental standpoint. You mean uh, in reducing CO2? Yeah. Well, uh, not in my study. The the uh, the cap and trade programs that were well, the one that we're talking about, the Western Climate Initiative that that uh, was California and Quebec. Yeah, uh, it, I don't see that it is uh, that it has done much to uh, reduce CO two in the state of California. And this is where we're going to be buying permits from after you know, in, to make our target in 2020, or under the Liberals, we were supposed to be doing this. Yeah. Uh, California is phasing out uh, uh, two of its largest nuclear plants. It's 40% of its in-state CO2-free generating capacity. I don't see how they're going to have permits left over for us to buy, uh, let alone, let alone uh, uh, not replace that with fossil fuels. So I don't, uh, I don't see that that uh, particular program has been all that effective in terms of the carbon tax. Um, there's a lot of uh, press about the BC carbon tax. I don't see that that has been all that effective either. So I, I just look at the case for these uh, carbon tax and cap and trade initiatives around the world that have been held up as examples of, that we need to follow. I don't see the, that they have been effective at all. As a matter of fact, they've been counterproductive. So th- that's the efficacy of, of the of the program from the environmental standpoint, and and uh, you're not alone in in, in your uh, your criticism and your critique about this and your assessment of it, Steve. Because I've heard this from many other sources, uh, but it is it is it's a revenue source for governments, and and that's the cold hard reality uh, that uh, that they do generate revenue. Now they the government the, this being the former government now always maintained that look at the money that we generate from this, we're going to pick back into environmental initiatives, you know, like retrofitting houses, et cetera, et cetera, things of this nature. Uh, and, and that's where the financial cost comes into this. And I'm hearing all sorts of stories now about, well, you just talked about, for instance, the carbon credits uh, and, the, and the purchases, that uh, the companies that have already bought those, 
with the anticipation that this program was not going to be discontinued, uh, we're told we could be on the hook for about $3 billion to try to refund those programs. Is, is, is that a legitimate argument, and is that something that's a, a possibility at this stage? Well, there's certainly something to be done with the money that the uh, Ontario companies that participated in that program or that were required to participate in that program uh, uh, already committed to uh, carbon permits. So there is that. I mean, that's uh, not exactly the elephant in the room because we're talking about it, but it, that is certainly a major issue, and that's uh, and and that pile of money is something that that our government is going to have to do something with. So the question is whether they just refund it out of the tax base or whether they that whether they uh, deploy it in some other means in in some other way. Uh, what the what the current Ontario government has said it's not going to do is continue what the previous government did, which is to put this into uh, a, a slew of initiatives that the previous government really liked. So home retrofits, as you mentioned, and other, you know, green energy, sustainable energy programs. The current government doesn't buy into that. That's an ideology, and it's a, it's it's their right to not buy into it, in my opinion, because I think that's quite... Uh, the 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 uh, benefits are quite overstated and 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 not all that in, in evidence. So I think that the uh, the big question is how is the government going to compensate the companies that put the that bought the carbon permits the the, the two point nine billion dollars that we're talking about. The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from nine to noon on nine hundred CHML.